T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We'll uh, chat with our uh, Royals insider, Josh Verner. We're just kind of rousting him because we haven't. We haven't talked to Vern in yeah, a while. Yeah, so you want to talk to Vern this kinda week. Kind of rousting him a little bit to today. Um, the Saints could now be in on bringing back Sean Payton to be their head coach. Well, I don't know that they are. I mean, I think right now Sean McVay wants two jobs, and they both reside in Los Payton, Angeles. Payton, or Payton. What did I say? McVay. Oh, McVay. Sean Payton wants two jobs, and he lives in Los Angeles, and word on the street is that he either wants the Rams like or Los the Chargers Angeles. job. I'd like to stay here and coach a team. Right. I'd like to stay here and coach a team. Well, we don't really have an opening right now, and I hope we never have an opening with the Chargers. I kind of like this guy who doesn't know what he's doing coaching uh, the San Diego Chargers right now. And, and according to uh, Ian Rappaport, the NFL game, Game Day Notebook with Mike Garofalo and Tom Pelissero says that Sean Payton um, wants to potentially coach in two places, whether it's the Rams or the Chargers. He lives in L.A. and his preference is to coach one of those teams out in La La Land. Now, you got the guys who cover the Saints saying that he should come back to uh, come back and that to he'd New be Orleans. interested in coming back if things went sideways. Yeah, maybe if 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 things were were to go sideways. But I think that's one of those deals. You left for a reason. It's time. You got to. Sometimes you got to move on. Andy left Philadelphia, found a new home here in Kansas City. Worked out just fine. Also, for do you, him, get, right? you have a quarterback there? Where? New Orleans. No. Okay. No, but you do, do have both a lot LA's. Of, do you have a lot of work to do there. Yeah, you well, do. I don't know. Rams. You well, may the not. Rams. You may not. That is true. You don't know what's going to happen with Stafford. But you're yeah. just going to do L.A. Yeah. And, and they're not. Against spending. Right. You know what I mean? But you have to find that quarterback. So they, they, there's a lot to offer you with the Rams. Yeah. Now, if Sean McVay decides to walk away, maybe that's a place where I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay walked away. This was a disastrous year. Well, there were rumblings he could walk away last, last year. year. Right. Exactly. And this year hasn't exactly gone to form. You'd be like, okay, I'm out. That one could very well be open. Yeah. All right. I've had enough of this. I mean, go just be on TV. If the Chargers don't make the postseason, I, I firmly believe they're cha- they're changing coaches. Right. Right, I would think so. You're just going to go. This is an underachieving team. Very much so. The blah, most blah. underachieving team maybe right now in the last out. three years. Right yeah. now they're out. Right. So I think they're unfortunately as much as I love them to stay the status quo. I don't think they're going to. No, probably not. So and I'd rather it not be Sean Payton. Me too. With that quarterback, right? Because that's he's scary. a proven offensive guy. Yeah. Give him a quarterback. Let's go. That seems like an ideal situation. I hope it doesn't happen. 100. percent He finds another gig before then. Mm-hmm. Let us check in with Vern. It's Josh Vern. You're our Royals insider. We just needed to hear your voice, Vern. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to hear. Uh, well, I hear your voices every morning, but nonetheless, nice to talk to you on the phone. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, my man. Um, all right. So 
yesterday, obviously, they, they talked about the new downtown stadium and, and how we're getting the new downtown stadium. I, I, I've been kind of, you know, snooping around on this one, Vern, and scratching and sniffing around town. And ultimately, for me, here's how I'm going to lay it out to you. If you like Kauffman Stadium, then signing players that you've never heard of to one-year deals for 4 or $5 million is going to be the cycle that we're in. Downtown Stadium, new streams of revenue allows you to improve this ball club. Your thoughts? Yeah, so long as the owner reinvests the revenue from the ballpark district and the new stadium. And really, to me, uh, you know, it, it was a nice event last night. Uh, the, the crowd was mainly made up of the diehard Royals fans uh, that, that I see you know, 30, 40 some odd times out there at the stadium. Uh, but what it really boils down to and what I, I heard from uh, most of the people that were out there yesterday, uh, it, it comes down to whether or not you believe John Sherman is a man of his word, or if you believe John Sherman is a guy that is solely focused on the bottom line and milking every single dime out of the city that he possibly can. Uh, now, everyone has their own opinion, but uh, personally getting to know John Sherman and, and listening to him every time he talks about this stadium, every time he talks about his team, every time he talks about this organization – uh, I maintain uh, that his compass is pointed towards uh, civic pride, slightly over ego and money. Now, of course, ego and money plays a factor in it. You, you don't buy, in my opinion, you don't buy a professional sports team unless uh, there's some sort of competitive ego inside of you that has you wanting to receive that trophy from the commissioner and stand in the center of Kauffman Stadium uh, as American League champions. Sure, he has some of that, uh, but I do think that there is a, a, a genuine bond between this city and John Sherman, and I uh, personally, I, 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 I do agree with your overall premise that uh, the money that this organization makes, or at least a majority of the money that this organization makes, uh, will be put back into the organization, into the team, onto right. the field. And, and, and that's what, you know, I, I've heard enough and talked to enough people, Vern, where I, I have been told numerous times, yes, the money that they make down there will be reinvested into the team. And that's all I need to hear because, yeah. in my opinion, if you continue to operate at Kauffman Stadium, you might as well just move this team to a new city because it's not a functional revenue-driving stream anymore in this day and age in Major League Baseball. I wish, the, I wish it were different, but it's not. Kauffman Stadium is no longer feasible to drive the revenues necessary to be a competitive major league baseball. Not to team. mention there's a bunch of people involved, not just John Sherman. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So you do have to, you do have to uh, placate others who have chipped in their life savings mm -hmm. for, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Great point. It might be an investment to some of them. And John Sherman, of course, needs to listen to their uh, inputs as far as how this organization proceeds moving forward. Now, uh, there is a way in which the Royals can win and still play at Kauffman Stadium. John Sherman likely will lose a lot of money in the short term if they try to do that. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, uh, you need the stadium for him and the rest of that ownership group to uh, put the kind of money into this team uh, that they're going to need to compete. But you know, you talk about Kauffman Stadium, and they laid it all out last night, $67 million cheaper uh, to build a new stadium than it would be to renovate Kauffman. Uh, renovation would take two to four years longer uh, than building a new stadium. 
And then they just started listing off all of the things that are wrong with the K from cancer of the concrete to the rusting and the water issues, electricity, heating, uh, 70% of the building would need to be replaced over the next few decades. Um, so, yeah, this is happening. Um, it, it is a nice nod to the community that they're at least having these uh, listening sessions around town. Yeah, it, it is. But I would I would advise John Sherman not to do those because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Most of these is going to get ugly. It's going to get nasty. And that's what pe- I thought. Yeah, people. That, that's what I thought. But it, it, it was again, it, it was just it was diehard Royals fans that just want the best for their team last night. I, I thought we were going to have more. Uh, screaming and yelling, but it, but it was anything but. It was a it was a pep rally, to be quite honest. Good, good, and and I think they they did put to rest to 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 the people who complain about parking. There are fifty five thousand parking spots yeah. in downtown Kansas City. That that is a moot point to, Two to and talk a half about times parking. As many as Truman Sports Complex, well, and, and that's the thing, Vern. I mean, people didn't realize like when the playoffs were going on, and you were parking on the other side of the lot, you were literally walking further than you would if you parked anywhere downtown and walked to the new stadium in the East Village. Yeah, they say uh, uh, no matter where they put it out of the 14 locations that they've scouted, the the maximum walk of one of those 55,000 downtown parking spots is a max of a uh, a 20-minute walk. They also point out that the earliest that the community will be able to vote on this will be August of 2023. And then maybe the highlight of the night was uh, the final question asked of the group, which was, can you make a solemn promise that this team will stay in Kansas City, Missouri, and John Sherman said, "Yes, we can do that." Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's Which, really uh, good. If, yes. if you look at their um, the the website they put together on this as well, mm-hmm. declared that in there too. Right. It wasn't mm. it wasn't as firmly in there in that first letter that we got. Remember when they put the letter out? It wasn't firm. It gave you the impression that it was going to be, but the firmly like this team will be in in Missouri. I was right. like, okay, cool. That's yeah. all you need. That, to, that's all you need to know. That's all right. you need to it, know. It, it's Some people thing. might need to know in, right. in that regard. All right, uh, John Sherman also said to check. Check the wire because some pitching stuff was going to be coming down. Um, so we all watched like we all season watched one, episode one of the two, wire last didn't night. See anything about pitching? Vern, I was looking for Easter eggs. I didn't really find it. Um, well, skip season two. See, that's my favorite season. <laughs> see, yeah. Yeah. See? yeah, no, that's Bob, that's my that's favorite right. season. Again, Vern, as I told these guys earlier, I grew up in Jersey. Most of my friends worked on the docks, and their parents True. worked on the docks. So it was like I was right. reliving my childhood. But it wasn't it wasn't season one. That's that's for yeah. sure. It took me three episodes to be like, hang on, is this the same show? What are we doing? <laughs> yes. True. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Like, like all of a sudden, Seinfeld is like you know ha- ha- hanging out <laughs> yeah. at bars and you know right. you know doing total Very weird. Hot. It would be like Bizarro Seinfeld, basically. Right, so right. so one one. Pitcher is here. That's kind of the ilk of signings that are going to happen, right? A guy that's had a little bit of success can do a bullpen or a, or a starting role. That's where we're at, right? Yeah. Uh, the guys, Ryan Yarbrough turned 31 in a few weeks, a lefty. Uh, you signed him to a one-year deal. I, I don't. I can't imagine anybody has a problem with a 31-year-old lefty to a one-year deal. You trade him if he's good. You hang on to him and let him eat up innings. Uh, now, how many innings? You know, this is a guy that is maxed out at about 150 uh, in a season. So, yeah, you're not going to get too excited. And, and the Tampa Bay Rays just said, thanks, but no thanks. We're done with you. Uh, so if they don't want him, sure, Royals pick him up. I'm fine with it. But uh, th- this certainly doesn't get anyone excited. I, I don't know if uh, Zach Greinke, uh, that, that signing will – uh, spark the fan base, but 
to be quite honest with you, I, I, I don't know if that signing that will spark the fan base is forthcoming. You right. listen to what John Sherman has said. You listen to J.J. Piccolo. Uh, everything points to next offseason of them possibly going all in. And really it speaks to uh, the uncertainty surrounding the youth on this team, especially the pitchers. Now, now the, the hitters have a lot to prove. Um, but John Sherman last night was talking about um, the core of this team, and we need to know what, what type of core we have. Is it truly a championship core? And he, he brought up when he first bought this team. Uh, let, let's remember, uh, you know, Dayton and the rest of this front office, they were all in on that previous core of Merrifield, Dozier, uh, uh, Salvi and Mondesi. Mm. Uh, so they went out and spent money on Taylor and Benny and Santana and Mike Miner, and that blew up in their face, and it was a bunch of money wasted by John Sherman. So I think no this time, uh, now with, with J.J. Uh, and, and with, with Q on the bench, he's saying, hey, you guys got time. We, we don't have your feet to the fire. You're not going to be uh, let go next year or even two years from now. Let's do this right. Let's make sure we have a championship core, and then we'll spend and put – big-time players around them. Uh, so a uh, big season for Vinny and Bobby and Massey and the rest, although uh, if losing continues, you know, for as much as we were complaining and, and, and had a tough time grinding through last July, August, and September. Uh, May and June, too. <laughs> it's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough to uh, – it's going to be tough for these young hitters and young pitchers to prove much to us if they don't have winning around them because – Right now, it looks like they're going to run back uh, the, the, the same young hitters, uh, the same young pitchers, and if they show us enough this year, well, then, okay, we'll spend money in free agency. I, I just don't know if there's enough winners in that clubhouse uh, for certain individuals to, to prove that they're a championship core, if that makes sense. So here's, here's in, the- intentional or not, guys, yeah. they're, they're, they're telling us that with, by running it back that we're just going to change the coaches and we're going to coach them better. Right. Right. That's, is that, is that fair? That's what they're throwing it on. Like we're going to run back the same pitchers and then hope that a change of, of voices uh, makes a difference. It's now, it's now come down to coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is good though, Vern, because in 16 years, they really didn't develop a starting pitcher in this organization. Right. That's not wrong by saying that yo can be debated, but all the pitchers that were part of 14 and 15, we're like kind of from outside the organization. The Royals under Dayton Moore did not develop starting pitching at a good enough clip. And so you've got all of these top round draft picks that are out there right now. Maybe a new voice is what they crave and what they need and what they want to get them to the next level. So I don't, I don't begrudge the organization at all for not going out there. You went and got a new manager and a new yeah. pitching coach and a couple other pitching voices in there as well. Let's see what they can do with these guys. And if they can't, you know, make these guys pitch better, then it's time to move on from these guys, the pitchers I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yes, to a certain extent. I love the, the, the reconfigured foundation of this organization, the, the, the new way of thinking, the new way of approaching professional baseball, the coaching staff. Yeah, I love everything. Uh, but, but all that – what what matters is the the, the talent. Do, do you have enough talent in your lineup, in your bullpen, and in your rotation? And that 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 answer to me, as someone that's you know staring down the barrel of 162 afternoons or evenings watching this team, uh, <laughs> there, there's still just not enough talent right now mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, the, the coaching will be a, a fun storyline in April. Uh, and then you and I are going to run out of things to talk about in May. If the players, if the talent right. uh, does, it doesn't, uh, doesn't improve. And I, Personally, I, I, I just don't think coaching uh, can make that big of an impact okay. in year one when you have this much youth, this much unproven youth. Yeah, but I, I think, though, I think John Sherman is like, I am with this one. I'm willing to see. I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, willing it, to wasn't working with, it wasn't working with Matheny and Cal right. and Dayton, right? Right. Yeah, They're willing to uh, take a step back this year to hopefully take a few steps right. forward down the line, right? We'll, yep. we'll rebuild the foundation, rebuild the coaching staff in the front office. Uh, we wasted a lot of money in the previous three years. We'll take a step back this year and get right back at it next year. Vern, thanks for a few minutes. Good luck to your, uh, to your Wolverines in the, in the playoffs. Thank you very much. And enjoy Cade McNown or what, what, what uh, McNamara. Yeah, Cade yeah. McNamara. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Jerry McNamara. With him. Gave my team a quarterback. So that's cool. Vern's team gave my team a quarterback. They gave him their lesser quarterback. <laughs> the portal. The portal. Ah, the portal. Uh, Vern's, <laughs> he, he always makes me laugh, but the, uh, you know, I got to stare down the barrel of 162 of these games. Yeah. So I, oh no, boy. I, I, I get what oh he's boy. saying, but I also think the change in voice can be good and can be beneficial. And if it doesn't work with the new change in voice, then maybe these guys just aren't talented and yeah. it's time to you'll, bounce you'll, on them. I think you'll ultimately find you'll out know. this year, right? Yeah. Well, we'll get a definitive uh, measure yeah. in quite a few of these uh, guys moving forward. Um, NFL TV is awesome. We love it. We love more of it. Give us more of it. But there's something underway that's trying to give us less. We need to get to next. You're listening to Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Hey, this is Brett Veach. Please stop playing Brett Veach Town. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Pick the music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Tag your name. You get the credit. Our good friend Amy and Liberty, she wanted some blues travelers, but I had already played it in the 6 o'clock hour, so she got in a little salt and pepper. Push go, Amy. Right here. Go, kid. Best go in the morning. What's up, fellas? The How sun, you finally. I'm feeling great today. I'm not going to lie. The last 10 days have sucked. It's been, been terrible. Gray. It's been awful, terrible, gross, disgusting. Puts me in a bad mood. Sun's out today. I'm feeling good, baby. I'm like like looking forward to going for just a long walk in the sun today. Going to gas up the Bronco, get a wash the whole nine? Eh, I don't know that I need a wash right now. but uh, Another know. Blues Traveler story I have for you. Back to my uh, college DJing days. Oh, yeah. Bring it um, back. Not only I shared the story of meeting the Blues Traveler guy, but also... There was a go-to song on that their 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 big album, oh, the, their only album. Um, that was nine minutes and thirty-nine seconds. Oh my! And so if you played that song, you didn't have anything to do. So I played that song a lot when I had to <laughs> had to DJ. Crystal Flame, nine minutes thirty-nine. seconds. That's when seconds. you went to the bathroom because they always say the FM guys. When yeah. you heard like Stairway yeah. to Heaven come on, and they mine were down was, in the I was I was just terrible at DJing, uh-huh. and basically the the sports people had to fill time till. The you know the uh, the hippie yeah right the hippie what, yeah. came in to fill the next <laughs> the shift. guy that smelled like patchouli <laughs> right, that rolled in right. at midnight and yeah. they never showed up on time or, hey man, or I'm sorry early. I was certainly not door. early and certainly not smelling great no and so you know a game would be over and we'd take turns running the board or whatever and then we had to DJ and I was terrible I was terrible at it. I couldn't ramp up to a song it was just awful at it. But I would always play, uh, here, Blues Traveler, Crystal Flame, 939, and you had 10 minutes killed. 10 minutes killed. Uh, see. <laughs> Boom, that, right you just have some fun with it. Right just put then. the music on and make up something about the song and move on. Well, right? had, had I, yeah. Yeah, you were now, young. Then. Now. Now yeah, yeah, I would have just made up yeah. stuff about, uh, back, you know, yeah. just, you, just, you just made up facts about Here's one bands. from Bon Jovi. I remember right. eating disco fries at the diner and seeing Bon right. Jovi be, come in. It'd be totally yeah. different now, but, yeah. Uh, so, NFL Sunday Ticket. Is probably moving. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I hope know. so. It's going to save me a lot of money if it does. Um, and an interesting player in this could be Apple TV, which has jumped into sports and baseball uh-huh. and, and MLS. And one of the interesting portions of it is they could be trying to give it to you for free. Yeah, which sounds really enticing for you to subscribe to Apple TV, right? So it's a, like a six ninety nine member membership, six ninety nine a month, right? For Apple TV, for Apple TV. Now MLS, you're going to have to pay. So to watch sporting, you're going to have to ante up and buy their package. Correct, but if there's above, no blackouts and you can get every game right. and you're good to go. Which is above, but but it's above and beyond, right? Which is what sports is, though. If you're a sports fan and you want it on TV and you don't want to have to search around Reddit for illegal it. links. There's, yeah. You, you, there's you some of it that it. says, just give me the price. Tell me what it is. I can make up my mind yes or no. Right. I like the sometimes the cut and dry of it all. Correct. So there are reports that Apple TV was not going to do this with the NFL, which is awesome. Like, I could just subscribe to this and get this. And the NFL may be going, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs> You might not be able to do this, which is strange, but in protecting their network affiliates, they have always agreed to a minimum price point because Fox and CBS were always concerned that DirecTV would discount it so much that 
people wouldn't be watching the local stations anymore. Well, that's just patently false because I, I've been a DirecTV subscriber and a Sunday ticket subscriber since 1999 when I moved to Seguin, Texas, right? Had the satellite dish on a ladder outside of my apartment, right? It was it was nice, Clark. And so And I had it from 97 to about 2005 probably. Okay, so I, I'm talking 23 years that I've subscribed yeah. to NFL Sunday Ticket. At no point in those 23 years did Sunday Ticket give me a game that was being shown on my local channels, whether it was the local San Antonio stations that I had or the local stations here in Kansas City. If it's on Channel 4 or Channel 5, they're always blacked the out. Sunday Ticket channels are blacked out. You have to watch it on your local station. So that Which argument, did not take away from the local station. No, not at all. You couldn't watch. Like, say, say on this past Sunday, I watched the Jets and Bills, whatever game was on, right? And I'm like, all right, I want to watch the Jets and Bills this Sunday. I've got Sunday tickets, so I'm going to get the game. Oh, Jets and Bills are on CBS at noon. Well, then I have to watch Channel 5 in order to see that game. But if I go to like 704 on DirecTV where it is, that the, the screen comes on and says, this feed is blacked out in your local area. Let's do a channel search to find out where this game is, and it takes you to Channel 5. So th- the fact that they're doing this to um, you know, protect CBS and Fox and the local affiliates is patently false because they already are protecting the local affiliates. If it's on your local channel, it is blacked out on DirecTV Sunday NFL ticket, and it's also blacked out on the app for NFL Sunday ticket, forcing you to use your local affiliate to watch the game. Now, if you're a Sunday ticket subscriber and you want to watch the Giants and Commanders, which is better, it's not on your local subscription, then you can watch it on your deal. Which is better than the baseball one, which the complaint has always been they've the local blackouts in baseball, local blackouts in baseball. Well, baseball's not on network TV. Right. Right? right. You had to also have a cable subscription to get that. Right. So it's, a, it's like a different beast. Like, if it's blacked down on there, it's not, oh, my gosh, I can't get it without subscribing to something else. It's literally, I got to have my rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. And I just got to watch my local, which is great. Which is great. Yeah. And then also great that Apple was going to try, like, they're paying, like, they would be paying a boatload of money to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I guess they're getting it back in advertising because they weren't going to pass it directly on to the customer, which to me was amazing. Like, Well, they, they were, were trying were to get subscribers. Literally trying to just say, just subscribe. And obviously, they will raise their rates along the way. Everybody does right. in these scenarios. But um, not also saying, well, you have to subscribe to Apple TV, plus we're going to charge you 300 for the season. Right. They they were literally trying to do six ninety nine a month includes NFL Sunday ticket. Right. That would be awesome for the sports fan. They would run out of subscriptions. They wouldn't have enough subscriptions <laughs> yes. available. They wouldn't right? have enough bandwidth to control all right. of it. Probably. Because every NFL fan would be like six ninety nine a month. Yeah. Reportedly, according to Andrew Marshall and the New York Post, the uh, stumbling block is the NFL needs it to be premium priced. So the NFL, for some reason, has set up something where they, it needs to be premium priced to protect CBS and Fox, but you, but you which don't. I think is bunk. Uh, but also, you want to step in from your product being free? What do you care? You're getting your check from Apple. What do you care? Right. What do you care what Apple does with it? If Apple makes money on Apple, it, great. If, if Apple, Apple does says it, that's their problem. We're not passing it on to the consumer? Great. Giddy up. Yeah, let's go. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? It would be fantastic. Imagine if you got every NFL game for six ninety nine a month. You're in. Plus everything else that they have on there. Plus but, everything else Apple TV owns. Yeah. 
NFL Sunday ticket. What are you paying now for NFL Sunday ticket? I don't even want it. About 300 a year probably. Right? Yeah. Which isn't really that expensive in the big picture. If you look you at go it to per, one NFL game, you're out well yeah, more if than you look at it per yeah. game and what have you, but it still feels like 300 bucks is 300 bucks. How about if I give it to you, Bob, for six ninety nine a month? And I don't have to subscribe to anything else. So you're talking Correct. seven a month for twelve months. <laughs> you're talking seventy, eighty bucks. You know, eighty two dollars for the year, roughly. Yeah, I pay eighty two dollars a, a week and that, for direct. And I'm not just right. giving you the football. I'm giving you everything. Everything else. else. Everything else. Whatever it's, else it, we got. It's, it's a great deal, and I'm hoping it goes that that'd way. Be, that'd I, be I awesome. Really am. Like, for the football fan, Apple would be Apple would be smart to do that because they would have so many people sign up, and and I think it's the right way to do it. So, I, I was reading some of these like why you can'ts, and all of the why you can'ts are just patently false. They they just are. You black out the local games on Sunday I ticket. I still watch your and local. You still affiliate. watch the yeah. local affiliate because yeah. you don't have any choice. You have to watch the local affiliate and see cheesy news at halftime. Like you. You have no choice about that kind of stuff, right? So that's 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 how you get around that. And then a, a, another executive um, made the comment of, well, they should give MLS away for free and charge for the NFL. And I'm thinking to myself, no, that's the backwards way to do it. Because if you give the NFL for free, you're going to increase your subscriptions probably at a 10 to 1 clip than if you gave people the MLS for free. Because I don't think people care about watching that on TV like they do the NFL. Nobody does. Nothing. Nothing compares to the NFL on TV. All of a sudden, you're offering the NFL for $6.99 a month. It in, it's included in your Apple TV subscription. They will see subscriptions surge. Now, if they said we're offering you MLS games for free for $6.99 a month, maybe you get 10, 12 subscriptions here or there from the people who want that. But the NFL is a different beast. You offer that for free. Your subscriptions, Apple TV will have the highest amount of subscriptions of any streaming service yes. by far, yeah. in my opinion, if yep. they go with that model. Oh, yeah. And that's what they want. You want every NFL game come here? Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll go through the roof, especially for, I won't say free, but almost free. Six ninety nine a month, you ain't going to feel. Yeah. No, 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 no. I hope it goes through. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound like it's going to, but I hope it goes through. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. These stories is real. Focus and finish. With Dan Israel. That game will forever stick in mind. The longest tenured member of the Chiefs Radio Network. Brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists. Chiefs have had a couple of memorable playoff trips into Houston. Site of this week's game against the uh, the Texans, noon on 106.5 The Wolf. The first of which was when they, were, of course, were the Oilers. The Oilers were hot. They had won 12 in a row. They lost the first four games of the season and won every game since then. So we go into the playoffs and we end up beating Pittsburgh in overtime in Kansas City, which I believe was either the first or second playoff game in Arrowhead, but it was, you could just feel the Marty Schottenheimer era starting to work. You know, we got better every year. We went a little deeper every year, and we beat a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team to go to Houston and face Warren Moon and the Oilers. But, man, they were just, they were the expected team to play the AFC representative for the Super Bowl. Warren Moon, the run and shoot was just on fire. They couldn't lose. I remember getting there and remember thinking, hey, at least we made it another level 
in the in the playoffs. You know, even if we're not going to win this game, we still got a an extra playoff check out of it. And so I was all peachy, and, and you know how you know how things are when you're young, and you don't realize how hard it is and, and what it's going to take to get there. But so I, the first inkling that I thought the day might unfold differently than what I expected was as the teams emerged from the tunnel for warmups. Warren Moon got a pretty, you know, there was an applause. Joe Montana came out of that tunnel, and the place went crazy. It was like there were more Chiefs fans there than Oilers fans by three or four to one. I mean, it was just, it just felt wrong. It was like, man, this shouldn't be this way. So the game starts to unfold, you know, and it was a very tight game, and Chiefs defense was playing the Oilers pretty good, and it felt like, you know, hey, we had a chance. We go into the third quarter team finally scores and that was of course the big moment when Keith Cash Montana hits Cash in the end zone Cash goes over and spikes the the ball in the big poster of Buddy Ryan who had it just kind of felt like things were going to evolve it ended up I think Marcus Allen took in another touchdown we ended up winning that football game and it was beyond unexpected I'll never forget Kevin's call on that game either because just out of nowhere Kevin starts screaming we're shuffling off to Buffalo and I just thought you know, that wasn't even in our scope. We weren't even, nobody was looking past the Oilers. Nobody. And now we're headed to, to Buffalo, New York to play in the AFC Championship, the first of my career and the first since Lynn Dawson uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So perhaps to this day, and I've seen a lot of football, including a Super Bowl now, a Super Bowl victory, uh, perhaps one of the greatest moments for me uh, of any game. It was just uh, one of those times you'll never forget uh the 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 winning was one part of it but the the fans turning out and you know trying to get to your car that night at the airport uh, never has that frustration been as pleasant as that night how dumpy was that stadium the astrodome which was originally labeled the eighth wonder of the world if you remember it's interesting because in the footprint of nrg stadium now it looks like the place where they put the salt for paving. You know, I mean, it is so small compared mm-hmm. to that new stadium. But at the time, it was this, you know, huge structure, and it had run its course. It was so beat up. The AstroTurf in that stadium was put on pallets like you would find in a warehouse, wooden pallets. Not AstroTurf. Sorry, it was real grass. But it was put on pallets. And so they would take the pallets outside, and then they would bring the pallets back inside. And there's a story of Derek Thomas and Neil Smith walking across the field as the buses arrived. And as they're walking across the field, Derek feels something. He steps on something, and he bends down, and it's a 16-penny nail that's used to hold the pallets together, which is emerged from the grass is full full on sticking up. I mean, I you can only imagine the damage this would have done had they played on that. So he grabs I think, you know, either Neil or him kept the the nail, but it was just it was such a dump. It was it was really past its usefulness in in 1993 when we played that game, let alone uh probably 10 years prior. I, I get it was the eighth wonder of the world at some point in time, but it wasn't in 1993 for sure. It was a bad stadium. And, and you had to climb into the press box. I mean, into the booth. So you'd walk in, and then you'd have to go down like a ship's ladder to get into the, the front row of the press box, which was fine for me. We got Bill Grigsby in there. I didn't think we were getting Bill Grigsby out. And it's funny because 
23 years goes by without a playoff win. And then the next one is in Houston at Energy Stadium against the Houston Texans. And like Josh says, that's the playoff game under the Andy Reid era, which breaks a 23-year three, streak. Nobody ever talks about that game. That was a magical game to finally break that streak. From the moment it was kicked off, you got uh, Niall Davis with that return. Uh, you just felt it. You felt it was the Chiefs finally breaking out of that mold, you know, that it, there was this this cloud that followed Chiefs fans around in the playoff games, whether it was the Colts or, you know, Jim Harbaugh or Peyton Manning. It didn't matter. It just the playoffs were not our best time of the year. And suddenly, Niall Davis returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown. And man, was that the rest of that day was just a thing of beauty. It really was a landmark moment. I mean, it, the the drought was so long, decades, and for them to play in a game against a good team and. And away on the road, I mean, there was a lot to that. Uh, the Chiefs had to play well and and progress, and yeah, that was a big moment. Uh, I, I'll I remember Mitch's call. I also remember trying to settle Mitch down when the opening kickoff goes for a touchdown. It sets a tempo for the rest of the game. It took Mitch about a quarter to recover from that. I think Dan Israel. These stories is real. Real is wheel. These stories is wheel. Uh, brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists. <laughs> what are you, like Looney Tunes? Yeah, I, think so. I thought I thought a putty cat. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine like that, that kickoff comes and then you're just, yeah. you're just like everybody watching the game. Now you're just you're just twitching. And, and you're like, Mitch, we got uh, uh, 59 minutes and 37 <laughs> seconds left. 58 so. minutes left. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's it was go. over right there. though. Yeah. It was done. Yeah. So uh, what can be done on Sunday? A lot. Uh, Chiefs win. They wrap up the division. Mm-hmm. They win or the Chargers lose. That's how you that's wrap. It. That's the playoff scenario. Right. You win week. and you're in. You win and you're uh, you're capturing your seventh straight AFC West championship. So go ahead and get that done. Yeah, some guy named Damian Pierce suffered a high ankle sprain. Their star running back probably mm. not going to play mm. this weekend, according to Arrowhead Pride. Do you know that they played platoon quarterbacks last week, oh, too? Oh, they did? I don't watch yeah. much Houston Texan football, no, I know. Josh. I know. I'm sorry Nobody to does. say. Nobody does. <laughs> Who do they have they as their platoon? Platoon quarterbacks. Well, last who is their quarterback? Don't they have like uh, Davis Mills? Oh, Dave, I was going to say like Aiden Johnson or something. And uh, something Allen. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen is still floating right? around, right? He was with the 49ers. And then they brought up Jeff Driscoll from the practice squad. Oh, that's good. Too. Good pick. So they yeah. may play three quarterbacks. I, like I don't it. know. I like it. This may get I'm weird. Good. I think it's good. They get weird against the uh, the Texans. Yeah, I, I am. I'm kind of getting excited about who mm. we could see at quarterback mm. potentially mm. there right no, now. Not. I'm not, no. Uh, Tyreek, meanwhile, wants to stick it to the Chiefs. Sticking it! Next. This is Fesco in the Morning. Preferred two to one over other competing dentists. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Head up and try to keep the faith and pray for better days. Better days. Better days. Hey. about better days better days better days better days hey better days got me thinking about better days you picked the music on a way back wednesday 913 5867610 tag your name so that b-dub can give you the credit all right this one is going out to our man who is uh out he wakes up uh three o'clock in the morning delivers radioactive cancer uh, cancer medication starting at three says we save him every morning so give him something to listen to one of the little uh tupac better days make sure nice. you uh, tag your name 
so we can get that in, all right? So it's Radioactive Rick. Radioactive Rick right now. Hey, we got better days. We got the sun out today. We got a downtown stadium coming. We got a division championship getting wrapped up this weekend. There are better days, but you look outside, it looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. Yep, but I don't care. The sun makes a difference. You're going with the sun. All right. right. I I need the sun. I don't care what the temperature is necessarily. I just need the sun. Those last 10 days suck, man. It's not good for the mental state to have that. People go, that's what Seattle's. That Seattle's nothing like that every day. That these those last 10 days. Seattle's got a great vibe. Despite the rain. Yeah, and you're by the ocean. You can at least get to the water, right? Here, we were just socked in and just stuck with and that. Then, and then the people there days. just know how to deal with it. And yeah. It's just part of the part of the thing. I, I love the vibe there. But it, I don't I don't know. I think you'd have to be in the mindset, though, to, to not always want to see the sun. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to, there would be that part of it. That would it's be probably not the city for me in which to live because I do need the sun. Because I mean, that's my wife, man. Like, the last 10 days, I've been like irritable more so than ever it's like what's wrong i'm like have you looked outside sun popped through a little bit yesterday i was like oh yeah nice it looked like it was gonna be a dreary Tail day all day end of the day it popped yeah, out yeah, i was like yeah. I, I literally stood outside and stood in the sun like andy dufresne breaking out of shawshank mm, mm. did you tar a roof passed out beers to your buddies i just ripped my shirt off and stood there with both arms mm. in the air celebrating as if you crawled miles in poo mm-hmm you ever, you ever crawl miles of poo uh, before? Speaking of miles of poo, um, Tyreek. <laughs> Great segue. Speaking of miles sure. of poo, let's talk Ty- Tyreek Tyree- Hill. Tyreek Ty- Hill decided to spout off again. I think it works. Uh, this time on the uh, the Club Shay Shay podcast. He's been spreading miles of poop since he left here. Lies. Uh, he wants to see the Chiefs, man, in the postseason. I still got love for all of them boys. Patrick, Kelsey, uh, Veach. Coach Reed, EB, I still love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just know when we, if, if we do play them, if we do see them, it's, it's showtime. It's showtime. I need you try, you try to go for two, three bills? What you try to go for? I, you play, let's just say for the sake of RB, you play the Chiefs in the playoff. You try to go for three? They better have two people on me. That's all I know. <laughs> the, cheetah, the cheetah will be arriving in Kansas City or in Miami. I don't care where I be at. Mm, mm, mm. Shannon just just fueling that fire, and he just stoking that thing. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna go for three hundred three? What three bills? Three Come bills? On. Come on! What does that even mean? Three catches, three targets? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, he doesn't want three targets because that's what he's mad about. Oh, is he, he didn't get because he didn't get any targets here in Kansas City. That's why he left, man. They didn't pay him his money, and he didn't get targets. They're only throwing him like two or three times a game. That's a flat out lie. Patently false, but whatever. It got like that, probably like. Mid last season, you feel me? Like, uh-huh. I'm the type of guy like I, I I love playing ball and I love you know being by the team mm-hmm. because football is a team sport, right? Correct. And it would be some games where like I get two targets, I get three targets. No. And we'll go into meetings and my coach would be like, "Hey, we we got to get you involved. We got to get you involved." And I'm like, "Nah, y'all need to get me involved yesterday. Don't tell me about it today." Exactly. Like you know, <laughs> like you know how to like you know I the do. feeling. So I'm calling my agent every week after they say some some crazy stuff like that. Like, bro, I got to get out of here. So bro. let me ask you a question, because obviously you're not a guy that bites your tongue, and right. obviously, so you go. To, did you go to EB? Did you go to Andy? Like, bro, what's up? I mean, during the week of practice, y'all throwing me all these balls. I get into the game and I get two targets. What? What? What's See, really going no, on? No, 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 no. I'm not like that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna go to anybody. I'm, I'm gonna go to my position coach because I deal with him more than I deal with them. Right. You feel me? And I'm gonna go talk to him. People ask me all the time, "What athlete do you like the least?" 
Oh, no, he's up there. His I mean, departure be, is way up there. Yeah. Like, just go and play, and you got your money, and you're having a hell of a season. And every time he's asked about it, he's not he's willing to, like, yeah, Milsey, they weren't throwing me the ball. I wasn't getting enough targets. When? When were you not getting enough targets in a season in which 10 of the 17 regular season games, you had double-digit targets? Well, I mean, come on. Don't let the facts get in the way of a lie. Well, sometime middle of the season, I was only getting two to three targets. I mean, he, right. he's a Let's douche. look at the middle of the season, and I'll even extend the middle of the season. Week four, 12 targets. Week five, 13 targets. Week six, 12 targets. Week seven, he only got nine. Oh, God. But then week eight, they did get in the ball. Man, we got to get you the ball more. They had 18 targets, 11, 10, 11. That was from week four to week 11. Yeah. When at that point in the middle of the season where you just, man, they were only targeting two to three times. He had at least 10 double-digit target games last year. Now, we only got five in week 12. Was that what you're talking about? And that's not middle Who'd of the they season. they play week 12? Denver. Yeah, probably running away with that game at that point in time. Week 13, he... He only got four targets, but he had four catches for 76 yards. You know, and both were wins. So you're going to, you were complaining about your usage. Then he had a career high last year in targets career high last year in catches. And this year he's gotten more. He's got, he's, he's going to blow past those. He's going to have his hair. He's going to have his best year. The hell was the problem. And then he went on to say, well, the money wasn't right, Bob. I wanted 25 million. 25 M's. I want 25 M's. So do I. And then the Chiefs came back and they said, the Mets are looking at me. Here's 25 M's. And you know what he said? Oh, well, wait, that's not enough. Yeah. The revisionist history of this guy is what pisses me off. I talked to Coach Andy Reid and I'm like, Coach, like, I don't even need to be the highest paid receiver. I just want to be taken care of and I want to stay, you know, with Kelsey. I want to stay with Pat. I want to stay with my brother. So you had that conversation to end it. Look, I had that take conversation care of your boy, and you, I'm here. Just take care of your boy, man. Just make me 25 M's. You know what I'm saying? Right. Match me with A.J. Brown, and I'm cool with that. Okay. I'm pausing it right there. He's the ultimate I can't be pleased guy. Give me 25 M's. Match me with A.J. Brown. I'm cool with it. A.J. Okay. Brown hadn't been traded and signed yet at that point in time. Oh, wait. Really? So by the time Tyreek Hill was doing contract negotiations with the Chiefs, A.J. Brown had no new contract in Philadelphia. That's right. He had no idea what A.J. Brown money was. A- he was still Brown a Tennessee. was traded at the end of April during the draft. He was still a Tennessee Titan and not, That's right. not, didn't have a new contract. Right. So, Tyreek Hill was traded right after the league year started, okay, like so the 17th of March. He's misremembering how that happened? Okay. Well, yeah, let me just lay out the dates for you. Yeah. He was traded like the 17th of March to, to Miami. A.J. Brown was traded on draft day, which was the end of April. Oh, okay. So for those six weeks, All he wants knew AJ exactly Brown money. what A.J. Brown was going to get six weeks. If that's the truth, what's the lottery numbers tonight, Tyreek? Yeah. yeah. All right. So he said, then just give me 25 M's. Just give they, me 25 they, M's. They did. And the Chiefs were like, okay. He was like, okay, okay, okay. So we get back. They, they, they got it to 25 M's, but the guaranteed money wasn't. It wasn't looking right. So you right. kept pushing oh, the envelope. Oh, okay. So, so all right. you said, here's Enough. what I want. Get, you got me there, but then. Then there's something else. Yeah, oh, time for you to go. I get you. Time, I get you. I and mean, then, listening to this, now you know why they traded this And guy. then, well, we got you to $25 million. What's the problem? Oh, well, the guaranteed money's right. not right. And then, then my agent, you know. Me and Drew going back and forth with that. I'm like, Drew, it's fine. Drew's like, no, we can get more. We can get more. You know how agents are. Right, like, of course. 
And that's what he should so do. So then I talked to Pat. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying the same thing, bro. We got to get you back. We got to get you back. I'm like, yeah, bro. I want to come back, bro. Like, let's make something happen. But make the money right. But make the money right. Like, just make the guaranteed money sound sound right. at least right, yeah. bro. Like, mm. that hundred million. And I mean, you it's get... probably wrong. It's probably really wrong. Yeah, really wrong. Chiefs. Give me 20 million guaranteed. That don't make sense to me. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So then, like, Miami had called. It was like, look, we just going to go all out. We're going to give you 72 million guaranteed. And then I was like, bro, I can't turn that down. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. I can't turn With that no down. With no state income tax either. With no state income tax. I'm basically living in my house for free right now. Bro. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, good. You're living in your house for free. Good it's for American, you. You're living the American dream, man. Yeah, congratulations. Then why are you so bent about it all? So. I mean, it's, it, it's almost a year later, and this guy is still complaining about the Chiefs. He has ruined, for me, he's ruined the chance to be in the ring of honor. Yeah, he's out. He has no business being in the ring of honor. You can't just crap on everything they tried to do for you and think, they're going to bring you back and celebrate you as what you should be, which is the best receiver in franchise history. If there's that's that's a long way from happening. Look, I'll just say this: if there's any athlete in the history of sports that should be grateful to a franchise, it should be Tyreek Hill being grateful to the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is an ungrateful person. What the Chiefs did to give him the opportunity to play in the NFL, I guess Tyreek forgets that. Not getting, I'm not getting targets. Yeah, you are. You are. Well, I'm. I'm but I, I want AJ Brown money, but, but he was with the Titans when you got traded. But I want. I, but I want twenty five million. Okay, here's twenty five million. Yeah, but yeah, it's not good enough. Yeah. See ya. Later. All about the money. I guess you, when you got a lot of bills to pay, you got to get as much money as you possibly can. And yeah, I might take two guys to guard him when they play him. Fine, do that. Fine. Please. Don't let him go off. Knock him out. Just don't let him go off. Please, 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 and please. Yeah. Uh, we chat. This may be one where you have to come off the sideline and hit him. <laughs> I can't catch him. Are you, are you no, just me? step out there. You see him coming, just jump out there and get in his way. I can't catch, I can't catch Who that. Who cares if you lose your job over that when you're doing it for the team? For the city. Yeah, for the city. For yeah. The, for the world. For the kingdom. For the kingdom. Yeah. You would be a hero in Chief's kingdom if mm. you did that. Mm-hmm. They put you in the ring of honor. Yeah, maybe. We chat all things NFL. Damon Amendolara, DA, 610 alum and CBS Sports Radio next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.